Welcome to Madman. My name is Pim Hulofsen. And I'm Andy White. And today we're going to talk about SDRs. We all love them. In the typical sales tech organizations today, they are a vital part of our uh, sales uh, process and the way that we interact with customers. They are the very first point of contact for a customer as well, typically, right? The first impression, the very first thing that many, many prospective customers see. Right. And I think that it is an open door that these uh, SDRs should, you know, be in line with the way that the rest of the organization works. We don't always see this, right? But... I think today it's going to be interesting to look at this from a, a medic perspective specifically and discuss how SDRs can be part of that whole qualification uh, motion as well. So what are your thoughts on it? Well, I, I, you, you said it really well yourself. I think um, we in sales, most salespeople started off as an SDR in, right. in some role or another. You know, in my world, it was you know, a posh title called telesales, right? You know, yeah. and uh, yeah. um, didn't have all the, the great support or, or almost actually respect that the, that, that the role has today. So, but yeah, I, I'm a big, big uh, advocate of the role. And I think one of the things I'll say as well that I think is really cool about today is that SDRs typically always had quite a short um, tenure as an SDR. And it was a good thing because they were getting promoted yeah. to where they wanted to be into the field. But what that typically meant was that they had a short tenure within the company. I think now we're seeing this great shift where companies are recognizing that their SDRs, their talent of the field for tomorrow. So whether it's you know, most commonly AEs, but CSMs, SEs, all the other roles, partnerships that we see um, SDRs evolve into. Um, mm-hmm. We're seeing some really great data back from the field. I think we've talked about this before, but we have a, we have a customer who sees that if they promote yeah. an SDR, they see something like 120% attainment in their first year versus if they hire externally an AE that they will have around 80%. So we know that, you know, SDRs are good. So I like talking about them from a medic perspective, not just for some of the stuff that you mentioned there, where it's like, you know, we can make a more cohesive sales process, but also, you know, by investing in your SDRs today with medic, yeah. you're getting them sort of one foot ahead for when they inevitably do go out into the field. So I think that's really cool too. Yeah, we've seen some examples of that, right? And if you if you take a, a look at a place where that doesn't happen, I'll, I'll talk from experience here for a second. You get into uh, a first call with an SDR. They do qualification. They have prepped themselves already a little bit. There's not necessarily a positioning of metrics there yet. It's not a, a medic company, right? But they do a good job on qualification. The next thing, if there's no common language, is that the AE gets in. Yeah. And basically, you have the same conversation twice, if that makes sense, right? <laughs> yes. And yeah. I think that it's an opportunity in our world for companies to get this right, so that the handover between an SDR onwards to an AE is sort of seamless because, you know, they speak the same language, right? Yeah. They know what what potential pain has been identified, what they can qualify a bit more, start positioning an M1 first. And then I was thinking about some of the conversations that we have with prospects, because it comes up quite often, right? That they ask like, okay, but uh, SDRs or sometimes they call them BDRs, we probably won't include them in the MedPIC mm-hmm. journey or mm-hmm. the yeah the journey to adoption that we're in mm-hmm. right now. How do you feel about those considerations? Companies think about, well, maybe we don't include them while they also would recognize that they are the future mm-hmm. sellers. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously a bit biased. Um, I'll start by saying that. And I, I would say that some medic, one department of medics, better than no departments of medics. So there's kind of that to take into account as well. Right. I, I tend to think about it like this, that for all the reasons you mentioned there, 
the, what you're really kind of trying to consider at that point is, is the ROI going to be worthwhile? Is it going to be worthwhile us investing in our SDR team to use the language of medic in their work? And I think, you know, it's a, it's a massive yes for me. It's huge because for me, it's really quite simple. It's if you're an SDR, you said it at the top and I thought it was brilliantly put. They're the first impression, the first thing that the customer sees, right? But they're also just by experience, not, not anything related to ability, but just by experience, typically the, the newest to the industry they're working in. They're the newest to the product they're working with. And so we, 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 we task SDRs with this difficult job of capturing a prospect's attention when they have just by experience, the least amount of information, mm-hmm. least amount of sort of experience to provide that customer to kind of capture their attention. So that's a, that's hard. That's a challenge. And that's, that's, that's quite hard to solve short of just, you know, bringing the, the SDR team into a, a classroom all the time and, and training them and training them, training them and trying to sort of force the experience upon them. One of the things that Medic does really, really well for SDRs is it, it you can extend the framework to be able to, uh, for SDR to use it for information. So if you think about it like this, who should I contact? Well, who is a typical champion for you? your company mm. in a deal. Who's normally the person, like when they hear what you do, is like, yeah, that's good. I could do with that. I'm going to make something happen here. Yeah. That's sure. a champion persona. Yeah. So start to think about those personas in who you contact. That's the first yeah. thing. And then secondly, what do those champions care about? What pain is it you solve for those champions? That's again, that's the you know, the eye in medic mm-hmm. for pain. So first thing to, who am I going to contact? What problem am I going to help them solve? And then the third one is what value do they get from solving that? And that's the metrics. And the way that we use metrics, of course, is using sort of metrics proof points and yep. ones to really kind of illustrate in a very clear um, customer related reference point related manner about what your solution does for the customers that really just quickly capture their attention, even in bullet points. We've even got some customers that will use that sort of that motion, if you like, in video outreach. They'll do a video to yeah. their prospect mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, you, 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 you probably have these challenges. We help people with these challenges and tell a story about how they help people like that. So, yeah. you know, that for me is, is solving a couple of big things. It's, you know, the information, who to contact and, and, and what they care about, but also, you know, as well as that, it's, it's, you talked about it and you, you can articulate it much better than I do, but that kind of, that handover and we've all, mm-hmm. you know, I particularly now being on the other side of so many sales cycles as I am now, the amount of times I'm kind of going through this process of telling one person one thing and then I'm, they're qualifying me, which is okay. And then I get on the actual sales call and the salesperson is asking me the same questions and telling yeah. me the same thing again. There's no cohesion there. So, so you just zoomed in on three of the medic elements, right? Being uh, the champion, obviously. Uh, the, the eye for pain and also the metrics. Yeah. So would you say that from an SDR perspective and for the uh, cohesive transition between an SDR and AE, those three are essential and the rest is, uh, I mean, it adds value, but it's not essential? Yeah. I'd love it if the economic bio was as important because then it would be mice and you know I like yeah. uh, an acronym that makes <laughs> sense. Um, but no, I don't think it's as important. So yeah, I think yeah. the MEI and the C, if you're an SDR, um, listening to this or a, a manager listening to this or even AE listening to this and you're yeah. thinking about your SDR and you're, you work in a industry where your product is a bit commoditized, yeah. you know, then you can bring in the decision criteria because the customer might be reading what you're saying and thinking, well, yeah, you and everybody else, I'm hearing like everybody does mm. this, this thing, you know, it's the buzzword or it's, it's, it's common now. And so if you've got something really unique in your decision criteria or unique in your product, and you yeah. can kind of think about that in a decision criteria context of saying, you know, 
you could almost sort of put in there a line in the email saying, you know, you might be thinking that this is what everyone does. Let me tell you why we're different. And that's how you kind of start the conversation by sparking an idea yeah. of differentiation. Yeah, that's great. And then another uh, perspective for, for a little bit of professional development, if you will, what I've seen as well is that the uh, transition and the way that uh, AEs and, and their management would then converse with SDRs about the qualifications that they have done will really help them getting ready for that next role, right? Because what, what is the average? Like a year, year and a half for yeah. in SDR or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. and, and you know that we need them to progress because we need a certain amount of sellers in every company as well. Yeah. So I just want to uh, highlight that as well, that um, the investment that companies are making by making SDRs part of this journey is also very much gearing them, them up for making that step and having a ton of experience even before they get into an IC or AE role. Spot on. And, and the bit that I don't think people are talking about enough with exactly what you said there is that's from a, that's from the perspective of, Hey, we're getting this person ready who's going to be promoted, but who's saying that person's going to want, not, not want to be promoted, but who's saying that person's going to want to be promoted with you? is probably how they feel about their future with the company. So right. if you're investing in them, they're saying, hang on a minute, I can look around my industry. I can look at all the top companies I see and they all yeah. use Medic. So I see that this is not just gonna make me a better SDR today, a better AE tomorrow for this company, but it's being a better AE forevermore in the future of my career, because this is gonna be something that's gonna be part of my playbook, part of my skill set that I'm gonna be using. Yeah. You know it, I know it forevermore. Absolutely, okay. I think that's a great sum up. It is. Cheers, Pam. Cheers.